Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Psalm 119 verse 2, the NIV. Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their heart. I'll read the Good News translation as well. Happy are those who follow his commands, who obey him with all their hearts. Happy, blessed, delighted are those who choose to live their lives based on the precepts of Christ Jesus. Yesterday we shared a bit on the blessing of God, but let's delve into that in a little more detail. What does it mean for one to be blessed? The blessing of God is the unction and power of God upon anyone's life to fulfill divine purpose. The blessing translated Abraham from being an ordinary man to being father of many nations. The blessing and favor of God caused Isaac to sow and reap a hundredfold harvest in a time of famine. Now let's talk about that for a bit. I did some study about the land where Isaac sowed and discovered that even in the most fruitful season, the best they got in Gerah was about 60-fold return. How much less would they in famine? Probably little or nothing at all. One of the benefits of the Word of Podcast is to help you appreciate every word in scripture so when you hold on to your bible you're not glossing over but you're getting the meat out of the matter i'd like to show you a case in point of the blessing of god as displayed in isaac's life very strategic lesson in genesis 26 it was said a severe famine now struck the land as had happened before in abraham's time So Isaac moved to Gerah, where Abimelech, king of Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. Famine is a terrible thing in itself and simply means a widespread scarcity of food, which could be caused by war, crop failure, disaster, population imbalance, and the likes. But when a severe famine strikes, it's the extreme of these cases. That was the case with Isaac, and God's word came to him. Noted, God's word came to him. Do not go down to Egypt like you intend to. Do not go to Egypt where people run to for succor where it seems like the grass is green. Rather, stay here in the famine. Wait a minute. I guess if I was Isaac in that situation, I would ask God, do you want my family to die of hunger? But the answer is in God's next words. I will be with you. I will bless you. Whoa, hold on a minute. What has God been with me got to do with famine and supply? And what difference does it make if he blesses me in famine? 
But the presence of the Lord is everything we need. I'll say it again. The presence of the Lord is everything we need. In the presence of the Lord is fruitfulness, fullness of joy, abundance, and lots more. It doesn't matter what the market says or the time of the year. If God says to you that he will be with you, you can be rest assured all is well, even when it doesn't look well. There are too many examples to prove that to us. Joseph was in prison for what he didn't do and was in the eyes of men demoted from being the chief servant boy to being a prisoner. But God was with him in the prison. Folks, if there's one thing we need to be sure of, is to check that God is with us where we are, where we want to go, in the decision we're making. Is God with you on that job, in that relationship? Is he with you? I remember getting into a God-absent relationship. What I mean by that is a relationship that God did not approve of. And don't get me wrong, the fact that she is a Christian does not mean God approves of it. I'll say it again. The fact that she is a Christian does not mean God approves of it. The day the lady said yes to me, almost simultaneously, God said to me, I'm not there. And I asked what? He said, I'm not in it. But because I was seemingly in love and decided to go my way, not following the statutes of the Lord, I almost ruined my life. Neglecting God's instruction is not as simple as it seems. It is a dangerous thing to do. We put our lives on the line. It is like driving a car without brakes in a dark night. Neglecting God's instruction is like driving a car without brakes in a dark night. So back to Isaac. The presence of God changed the atmosphere of famine into the most fruitful season for him. Mind you, except him, there was no record of anyone else who had such a harvest in that famine season. He also said to him, I will bless you. The blessing of God is a force which when it comes upon you, causes you to experience the divine nature of God in ways you can never explain. It empowers you to prosper. It's not just a response we give when people sneeze. Whenever we say bless you to anyone, we are invariably telling them receive the enablement to prosper. And when you're prosperous, receive the enablement to be even more prosperous in any and every season of your life. Our verse again says, Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their hearts. Blessed are those who keep his statutes and seek him with all their hearts. As we conclude, our verse of the day tells us that when we keep God's statutes, we are blessed. And when we love him and seek him with all of our heart, we are blessed as well. Let us go for God with everything we've got. Let's make him our priority. First thing in the morning, all through our day, in little moments when we have some time, let's just love him and show him how much we're grateful for all he has done for us. What are some life lessons we can learn from this verse? Number one, the presence of God changes negative situations and brings about joy. 
the presence of God changes negative situations and brings about joy. Number two, the blessing of God is a force that empowers us to flourish. The blessing of God is a force that empowers us to flourish. Number three, seeking God isn't complete until we do so with all our heart. Seeking God isn't complete until we do so with all our heart. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for the assurance of your blessing to all who seek you and keep your status. Help us, Lord, to obey you. Help us, Lord, to obey the word that you've given to us in scriptures. Help us to pattern our lives according to your word. And help us to seek you with all of our heart, now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.